0: Sports Radio 101.9 FM,
1: the Fan Wow! Well, good morning or good late night, early morning to all you New York sports fans out there. I'm Danielle McCartan, McCartan after midnight. I'll be talking all things, of course, New York sports with you right up till six a.m. on this late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning here in New York City. And beyond. And whatever you're doing at the moment, I appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the next four hours. Whether that be on your car radio, streaming from WFAN.com, or on the free Odyssey app. So, welcome, night owls. Welcome, early birds that are out there catching the worms. And of course, we are here in the Big Apple yet again. It feels like I never left. I was sitting in this chair exactly 12 hours ago. Kennedy and I are coming to you live from the Cartner-Roberts studio, the Mike Francesa studio here in lower Manhattan. And go ahead, start dialing, 877-337-6666. We're taking your calls right here in that first segment, so get aboard. And uh, I know Paul was giving you the the, the update, the traffic update, and I got to tell you, um, the accident that I just witnessed on the George Washington Bridge, I didn't see it happen. Uh, I actually drove past. I, I was stopped. Stopped. Zero miles an hour for about an hour. So good thing I leave early enough, right? Here I am coming here and thinking like, oh, I got like an hour to go. Like I don't know, work on tomorrow night's show, and then, nope, that hour was spent on the George Washington Bridge, stopped. And when I passed, finally they had they opened one lane. It was down to zero, and finally they opened one lane, and I drove past the accident, and oh man, I mean, if I didn't know any better, I would have thought that I was in like a stunt, you know, for for a movie. An accident like I've never seen in my life before. So, um, but I don't know how it happened. What happened? You know, uh, there was a, an oil tanker involved, and and a car I think got rear-ended in front of him, and, and two other cars behind him crashed. And if that netting wasn't there, there would be a car in the river right now. Like that's what it looked like. That netting saved that car from going off the bridge into the river. It, it was in, it was it was incredible. It was insane. So. Uh, I'm just hoping that everybody is is okay, is alive, is all right, coming out of that because that was ugly. But anyway, um, in the meantime, as I was doing zero miles an hour, eating all the snacks in my car. <laughs> I, luckily for tonight, for whatever reason, I brought some snacks with me. But checking for a Carlos Correa update. Checking for a Carlos Correa notification. I I, I had, you know, all, all the games when they start, Knicks game, Rangers game, they all start, and, and I I always get the notification, and I was like, like, oh, is this the Carlos Correa? Is this uh, is that the Carlos Correa one? Still, nothing. And if there's one thing that we the baseball community have all learned about Steve Cohen, is that he doesn't care what time he breaks news. The initial Correa report came overnight. The Kodai Senga deal was announced. I, I was it was Saturday night, eleven thirty p.m. And it was it was me. So, you know what? Who knows? Maybe just maybe there's going to be some breaking news over the next four hours. I mean, hopefully. Right. Either way, Carlos Correa will be a Met, maybe or will not be a Met when it's all said and done. And I know that John Heyman reported the other day that there's a 55 percent chance that the Correa will be a New York Met after this latest hiccup. And, 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 you know, in the physical, of course, and a, a logical person might say, "Well, the longer it goes without news, the the less likely it is to happen." And then there's the other faction of people that will say, "Well, no news is good news, right?" So, so where do you fall on that spectrum? For me, it's the latter. No news is good news. To me, that sounds like the t- the two sides are, are diligently working through. Whatever's going on, putting extra clauses in there, whatever, whatever. But to me, it's not like it's like everybody's throwing their hands up and walking away. To me, I read it as okay. Well, they're working through it. This this is probably still going to happen. They're just they're just really combing through and hammering out details at this point in time. And I also know that you know I've, I read that Correa's camp said he's not taking a discount to be a met. But to that. I think that's just a ploy, right? It's just it's just a ploy. Because everybody knows the Mets are the richest team in baseball. Where else are you going to get that money from? I mean, the team that you played for, your incumbent Minnesota Twins, we're only going to give you 10 years, $285 million. They know your medical history better than anybody. But I'm telling you, Steve Cohen has the ace in the hole, and that is Correa's best buddy, Francisco Lindor. Francisco, that's fun to say. Ah, what movie is that? You know the movie? Ah, Elf. It's Elf. Francisco, that's fun to say when he's in the office picking up the phones. It's Christmas time. That's a good callback right there. I was locked into some Twitter stuff myself. Uh, Sorry. Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, But, you know, you don't think that these two guys, Lindor and Correa, you don't think they're texting, they're Snapchatting, they're DMing, they're calling each other over the past couple days. I mean, come on. I think it's probably going to go like this. Lindor is telling him, just take the presumed, presumed now, presumed, cutting money to play in the major market, to play on a team that has a real shot to win the World Series this year, and to play alongside him, best buddies. Remember, again, the Twins, 10 years, 285. So I don't know where he thinks he's going to get bigger money elsewhere. Maybe it's the Padres. It's not the Giants. And, and and also add this in, if, if it were me, if I were Lindora, here's how I would add this in. I would say, like, dude, like, because it's New York, think of all the endorsement deals you could secure here versus in San Diego, for example. Arizona. You know what I mean? Like, you get more visibility here in New York than anywhere else in the country. Maybe I'm biased, but, you know, it is what it is. So maybe, if I'm Lindora, I say, hey, maybe that would be, you know, um, you could— Offset. You you can use the the increased visibility to, to to circumvent or to offset the again presumed difference in salary offered. I do have to say though, maybe it's the cynic in me. I don't know, but I, I think there's I don't know something's fishy about this whole drama. If you ask me, and and, and maybe you didn't ask me, but we kind of need to talk about this. Like I'm I'm sort of a little bit bothered. By the whole thing. And, and, and it's possible that I, I'm reading too much into it because I do that. I read too much into things all the time. I'm an overthinker. But hear me out. I said, Scott Boris at the Carlos Rodon press conference, there is no current issue with Carlos Correa's health whatsoever. That's a quote. Okay. Fast forward to New Year's Eve, and Mets fans were, were treated to some, some Christmas Eve coal thanks to Carlos Correa. I mean, like, yikes, like, pump the brakes. And now the Mets, now it's Tuesday the, tw- Wednesday, I'm sorry, Wednesday the 28th, and the Mets are, are still concerned with this physical. And Correa is not officially named as a Met. Okay, yet, I guess, maybe, but I don't know. I, I, initially, I just kind of presumed that, that Carlos Correa had, had cold feet over that San Francisco Giants deal, and maybe he was like, yo, Scott, Mr. Boris, Scott Boris. Agent extraordinaire, you got to get me out of this. And and I don't know, maybe after all, that, that GM, Farhan Saidi, maybe he's getting the last laugh. And, and side note, sidebar here, can you imagine being a San Francisco Giants fan? You thought you had Aaron Judge for, what, 30 minutes or so, thanks to John Heyman, and you thought you had Brandon Nimmo, and you thought you had Carlos Correa, until you didn't have any of them, and you ended up getting Michael Conforto as a uh, consolation prize. <laughs> that's that's rough. Anyway, the HIPAA laws prevent anyone from actually knowing the exact issue. And even the Giants GM Zaidi said, he said, While we are prohibited from disclosing confidential medical information, as Scott Boris stated publicly, there was a difference of opinion of the results of Carlos Correa's physical examination. We wish Carlos the best, end quote. So after the Giants had requested more time to look into those medicals, Scott Boras was like, nope, pivoted right to the Mets, right to the richest team in baseball. And eight days later, Correa took a deal offered to him by Steve Cohen, who from vacation in Hawaii for a year less and $35 million less to be a New York Met. And Steve Cohen, not Uncle Stevie, I think that's weird to call him that, but Steve Cohen then publicly proclaimed that Correa was a Met that morning early morning, remember? So so maybe it's just me, but but I'm a little bothered by this whole thing. Maybe I'm reading too much into it because, after all, the, the leg that everyone seems to be pointing to, not the back as everyone originally suspected, that leg has never sent Carlos Correa to the IL, never, never once. But as I sit back in wide lens here and I look and I say, well, the quick pivot to the Mets, who obviously have a lot of money to spend, and they don't care about any luxury tax, okay? And then, obviously, the you know, Boris knows that that's the, the the team with the deepest pockets in the league. And I'm thinking, all right, that's, you know, all right, think about Kumar Rocker, remember that? The Mets, they had him 10th overall, 2021, and he failed his physical. You know who he was represented by? Take a wild guess. Scott Boris huh, and then as of Monday, I mean, as as of midday today, <laughs> I was on here 12 hours ago, I mean, a, a few, three other teams have checked in with Boris about Correa? Like, oh, yeah? Like, come on. Again, even the Twins, who know his health best, were only willing to go 10-285. So I, I don't believe there's any other teams in on him now. I mean, Failing a, essentially failing a physical with two Major League Baseball teams out of the how many of there are there? That's two major red flags. Major. But, again, you, I mean, you tell me at 877-337-6666, am I overthinking the whole thing? I, I do tend to do that, but my spidey sense is tingling about this whole thing. And again... Late Monday night, John Heyman said the source gives a 55% likelihood Correa deal gets done with Mets. Three other teams have reached out, but he didn't name the teams. That's why my spidey senses are, 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 are tingling. I, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, obviously, I haven't seen the MRIs myself, and neither have you. It's all speculation at this point, but um, it's either Saturday, and I know Sunday was Christmas, and, you know, Monday – Two, nothing. Tuesday, nothing. And here we are at 2 14 in the morning on Wednesday and still nothing. But the night is long. The morning is long. 877 337 6666. I'm Daniel McCartan. Let's go to uh, the leadoff caller of the night, Kevin in Camden. Kevin, you're back too. Woohoo.
2: Hey, this is great. You know. Anyway, I, I want to finish my one of my earlier points I was going to bring up about the Yankees. The Rodon thing—I you, I didn't like it. I, I was, um, it was just it's just not good. I just don't think—I just have no faith in him. And as I said, it's just—I think they were—I think this it were weeks of desperation. The move, because you look—you had Taiwan Walker, yes, you, you know, not ace-like, but you could have gotten a decent pitcher to go with Cortez and Cole. Mm-hmm. You could have gotten, you know, a, a, a Taiwan Walker. You could have gotten a. You know, like, I'm trying to, not up, oh. not but you could have gotten, a, you know, a, at least at least a decent starting pitcher. So I think this move just reeks because, you know, with, without upgrading your starting pitching, you're, you were going to be, you know, just judges great. But you could be basically the same team. So they, for me, that move reeked the desperation. That's well, my Yankee
1: point. Kevin, we talked earlier today and for the listeners now, I mean, mm-hmm. we talked about this earlier. The pitching, did, the starting pitching, did not fail the Yankees late down the stretch in, in the postseason against the Astros. Especially, it was the the hitting that that, that failed them. So, to, to to not allocate that money to high high on base percentage guys, you know, to, to actually realize that that was the issue and try to try to uh, fix it. I'm trying to think of the other word, but try to fix it. I mean, to to ignore it for now. I don't know, man. It's it's a troublesome move for me.
2: I agree with you. And, especially, and I, Ke- have to, wait, I have Kevin, to talk about this, career.
1: Yeah, especially for a team that, that has, sh- has shown a reluctance to spend that money and go beyond the luxury tax thresholds.
2: And that leads into my next point this Korea thing. Listen, yeah. I want the guy here. Look, I, look I, I know what he did in Houston. A lot of people don't like him for that. I get it. But I want to win, okay? I want to win a World Series. He's the best bat available. I don't care about the leg, I don't care about none of that. I want to win all the series. Mm-hmm. Get him here. Now it's easier to be done. I don't know what's going on. This reminds me, uh, and my dad's been asking me all day to the cage. Correa signing. I, 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 I just tell him I don't know. I'm, I'm checking my phone. I don't know. But they need to get it done because if you don't get Correa, then who you? There's like no bat that's going to make a difference for the Mets. Because you look at the Phillies, they've yeah. upgraded. You look at the Braves, they've upgraded with Murphy. I mean the the Mets they need this bat because they're gonna they're gonna lead to you know in the division. they need this bat. That's why you have to get the it out. I, I agree it's fishy, but you have to get the because you you got the pitching, but you need a bat mm-hmm. because Verlander and and I and I you know I'm old, yeah he's older, but if he pitches good and insurance is good, but they're older. You need and and Senga. Which I love that signing, yep. but the pitching, the the Mets have always had pitching. I'm not worried about the pitching. You need the offense, so you got to get it done. I don't care how you're doing. you do it. You you put the extra, put the extra, take away the extra years, put put less years in there, and put like provisions that like JD Martinez do that to protect, you know, the Mets because you have to do something to get Correa in there. Yeah, that's a, that's a must. You you can't let him walk out the door. Because you do. They're, 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 I'm sorry, the Mets are not better than last year. They don't win. They don't fight them. They're not better than last year.
1: And you know what? I don't think he wants to walk out the door either because, okay, you struck out, no pun intended, with the Giants. You, you theoretically yeah. have struck out with the Mets. And who are you going to go to
2: next? I mean, who are you going to call the Ghostbusters in this book? I, mean, I mean, there's no, there's nobody there. I mean, he's not going back to Houston because they got paying you. Minnesota seems reluctant. There's nobody. So yeah. you have to get it done. But I'm just telling you, with Boris, though, I mean,. And I don't know about I, I just thought about this I, I, early today. I was watching the A Rod to the Yankees thing, mm-hmm. and it was a very similar, not not exactly the same, because it was injury related, but it was a, almost a sure deal that he was going to go to Boston. Then all of a sudden, a couple of days passed, no deal, and and then you, you everybody's waiting like what's going on, and then all of a sudden, bang, like the Yankee thing just pops up. Like it wasn't injury related, but it was like hmm, with, with I think I think Boris his agent at the time. And I'm just thinking, mm, this is it's just eerie, but you kind of get the point. That I'm like, yeah. So I'm not sure this whole thing is weird and with Boris though. I just don't. Tr- I- I'm sorry, yeah, Boris. of no those agents, I just don't trust. Yeah, no way.
1: You, you can't. And-, and Kevin, thanks for the call there. And thanks, I'm Coach. Glad you got uh, more time now than than today. Today was a little crazy. <laughs> a lot, of- but um, yeah. I-, 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 I see. What bothers me is like, okay, three other teams are interested. Who are they? Tell me who they are, okay? Because how many other teams can can afford them, right? How many? I think he's going to say, "Hey, Yankees." I mean, the Yankees could use them. And, and as Kevin said, I know what happened in Houston. I know, but Yankees could use them. Oh, but no, Josh Donaldson is the first base, is the third baseman for the New York Yankees. Josh Donaldson is the guy. And how dare he not even get a Gold Glove last last season? Come on, but. Now the question is, okay, we haven't heard anything from Mets camp, from Correa camp, from Boris camp. Uh, So what's next? What's next between the New York Mets and their self-proclaimed missing piece, Carlos Correa? What are the options? And if it's me as the Mets owner, like Kevin, I'm sticking with, I'm following through with the deal. Um, but I am probably going to put some p- provisions in it. As Kevin said, uh, I'll talk in detail coming up after this, but you can guys call me up 877-337-6666. Tell me what you're going to do. I'm Daniel McCartan on The Fan.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?